0: What I'm about to say is not limited to... It's, it's, it's relevant to all of life. I want to tell David we have a chassan that's minutes, that's days away from his chasna. And I think in, in building your own home, this, what we're going to study I think is very relevant in the building of our own home. Really in the building of our own, the bentira that we're building, what we're going to say is very relevant. I suspect that when you tell people the truth, it resonates by people. If you tell people something and you're right, it should hit home. If it's not hitting home, you have to ask yourself, why isn't it hitting home? People are souls. Soul, soul, soul. And and we we we're connect to the truth. The, the MS connects to us. So if you're saying something and it's not hitting home, you have to ask yourself why. Why is a generation, not a whole, many people are talking in shul, why? In my shul, we had young people talking in shul, and people were getting frustrated, Sha, Sha. So why isn't that working? Sha, not a lot of talk by davening. Why isn't Sha working? And to just dismiss, to just dismiss, okay, people, because people like, FK. no, no, people like is. Why isn't it working? I always hear in the guy talking, in yeshiva, a her struggling with things that I can't believe. What are you doing? What are you doing? We're obligated. Come on. I always hear in the guy talking in shul as much, and he has to be quiet. But in my macha on him, he's making a macha on me. I want to explain it. By nature, I like decorum, a lack of decorum, it bothers me a lot, a lot. By nature, I'm, I'm not a guy who talks in shul. By nature, is it a goody-goody? Is it a I 2-1, the one the one wing? I don't like talking in shul. You're in the middle of shul. And when a guy's talking, it's like, what are, you, what are you? Shul, base kinesis. It bothers me. It bothers me a lot. What's the guy doing? And I hear in him talking, first of all, be quiet. It's us to talk in shul. It's us, and it's a place we're praying to God. What are you talking? But I hear in the guy talking, and I'll tell you what I hear in the guy. I'm capable of just spacing out, and I'm a good boy in shul. And I'm looking at him, just be quiet, behave. And what I hear in the talker is, kalish. I'm not willing just to behave. I want to connect to something. And if you think about today's generation, so many things we get frustrated. I don't get it, we just do it. He's not willing to just do it. He's not willing. There's a that I want to connect to it, I want to experience it, I want to feel. I say to us guys, going to the talkers, the talkers have to be quiet. And the quieters have to start praying, have to connect. And the talker, Pasha, Pasha, and a lot of today's generation is saying that I'm not just doing it, I need to connect to it. I think this is the chutzpah that's going to, that is prevalent in ikvass of the Mashiach. It's the footsteps of Mashiach. Footsteps of Mashiach mean that it's coming from a place of tayv. It's the footsteps of Mashiach. The chutzpah that's prevalent is we're not willing just to be robotic. The older generation, what's what? You just behave, just uh, do do like us. We just, I'm quiet by shul, even though I'm, am just doing nothing. Why can't you do that? And there's ichvus of the Mashiach is a generation that's tasted light and is touching Mashiach that they want to connect to something that I'm not just willing to do that. I'm not willing to be the robot you are. So, this is like a struggle of today's day and age, a tremendous struggle. Youngsters have to know any single Ever Hashem and any approach of Steiging has degrees that you do things you don't feel yet. Any has a degree of Chitsoinius Merisapnimia, slowly you do it and eventually you feel it. So, nobody's going to say sitting in Shul that at all moments, nobody's going to say at all moments you feel it. Nobody. But there's a degree, there's a degree, there's a degree of, of, of be quiet and shul, and of course, work on experiencing, on praying, on connecting to prayer, of course. And there's a struggle, there's a tremendous struggle of your own personal connection, your own chayos and cheshek, to the obedience of doing as you're told. The obedience of somebody was mitzvah, You don't feel it. You don't connect it. But somebody who was mitzvah. <clears throat> In avodas Hashem, there's a there's a root of obedience that has to be there. The obedience, even when you don't feel it, when you don't understand it, when you don't connect it, and there's also the sense of connecting and relating. Earlier diaries were very very high on the obedience. They were told quiet and sure. I hear today, tell a guy quiet and shul. <laughs> we'll give you back. He'll, 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 he'll point the finger at you, and it's not as pinky or as pointer. <laughs> quiet and shul. Today's generation wants to feel. Now I want to say something. I want to say something about Parshas Parah. I want to study Parshas Parah and speak about a balance about something very very interesting. The first thing about Parashat Parah is we read the third Shabbos, the the third of the four special Shabboses. We had the first Shabbos Ishkolem. Parashat Shkolem was the first Shabbos. The second one is Parashat Zacher. It's a Mishnah and Megillah, the And the third Shabbos is Parah. Now the reason we read Parashat Parah, this third special Shabbos, is that the Karbi Pesach is coming. It's the most important mitzvah. It's, it's up there, the most important assay in the Torah. There are only two assays in the entire Torah. We have Ramach says 248 assays. Only two of them is a chi of kareh, for not observing them. Brismila and Karben Pesach. So, when I say, you, know, you're not, you don't get a chance, it's the most important mitzvah, who said, you know, it's like we took a vote on it. God, by giving the worst Einesh for not performing it, is marking it. Rebbeinu Yain explains in Shari Tshuva, einshim show us what's precious to Hashem. And this is one of two, only two assays, normally it's leis assays that give a chi of kares. Very, very strict leis assays get a chi of kares. <laughs> Only two Asseis have a Chi of Kuris. The person is cut off. person is not a Yid. Mamish cut off. Kuris. Only two assays cut a person off from Yiddishkeit, from yados. not doing a bris milo. a bris. And the second is the say of carbon pesach. Carbon pesach is so precious that it's marked with a Chi of Kuris. So we're going to have a carbon pesach coming up, Erev pesach, that every Yid's going to bring a carbon pesach. Interesting in B'nai Brak. In Bnei Brac, there, there was a Brak, there's a Yidu before Pesach, already now, is looking for shepsels without a mum. And he makes a Chaburah. People sign on. The base of Israel you're built. He wants to, he wants to have his carbon Pesach ready. He doesn't want it. It's the most important assay. So, what are you doing about it? So, Big Adilim, Rab Chaim used to sign on to his Chaburah. They'd find a shepsal without a mum. And they'd already sign on. If carbon pesach, they had the chaburah ready. They already had their chevrah. You have to make a chaburah. You have to be from the minuyim. Sell the base of You make a chevrah. You have to when the carbon pesach shechted. At that point, you already have your group. Me and David are going to join together. We're going to have a chaburah for carbon pesach. Me and David shill the kailishes and the shillers. So, Pashat, you have to be minuyim. We have to find the carbon pesach dove and sign on and then and then. And then you bring. So they already signed on. They have such a khabura. So lemaisa, we want to prepare for the carbon pesach. You have to be tur. Somebody's tamei can't bring the carbon pesach. He can't eat the carbon pesach. So parshas parah, the way if somebody's tamei mace, you have to the, You have to slaughter the parah aduma. And then we dip the ashes of the paraduma in water. We dip me'ezayh hyssop grass with a cedar tree. You dip into the ashes into the water mixed with the ashes of the paraduma, and you sprinkle on day three and day seven on the person who's tamed mace. And it's part of his tara process, purification process of becoming tar. So to start the process, Rabbi said we have to be mitair. So they brought they read parshas parah. To remind Klal Yisrael, nope, you got to be Matar for the Paraduma. For you got to get ready for tara for the carbon Pesach. So that's the purpose of Paraduma. Amazingly, there are in the Pesachim that it's deraysa. Mm-hmm. Shkalim's sure. is the for sure, Zachar's is we're paskin, parah is a and Achaydish is the Rabbanon. Parah, many shitas hold z'chiev deraysa to lean parashas parah. Mitzvah deraysa to Lane parashas parah. Now the question becomes: We don't have paraduma right now. Now is the kasha strong? God, the Bar Yosef, amongst many, have Yosef Salant, many asked the kasha: How could you say paraduma is the today? We don't even have the paraduma. Bezman beis hamigdash it could be the to read it. We don't have a paraduma. So the shaila is: What are we doing reading it today? Now you could say because beis hashem the beis hamigdash may come from now to then. So we're that we're 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 calling Kliya. So the base Migdash comes. Get ready to be The Mishabrua. I'm sorry. No, so Shkalem stand. Even if they'll be Shkalem, there's no Daraisa to call on the Shkalem. There's Daraisa to give the shekel. No sheet that holds. No sheita that I know of holds reading the parish of the Shkalem's Daraisa. No shita. Reading the parsha of para, of para is many shitas that it's it's very shaykh. People are machmir. People are very careful with the Cree of parshas Para. Many hold it is a daraisa. I even declared I didn't announce in shul by zocher is daraisa. We announced to have in mind with the birchas haTorah mitzvah on the mitzvah a bracha on the mitzvah on para. I didn't announce it, but there's, there's serious shitas that it's daraisa comes Comes the Mishnah and the Mishnah says that today reading parashas Parah is a prayer. It's a prayer. Rev. Ezi is a Taira Mensh, very Taira like person. He's not. He he's 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 a Taira like Dika person. He, he, if you cut him open, he bleeds Taira. He's attached to Tyra. Alone in his apartment, he studies Taira and lives Taira. And Reb Ezi davened for the Amud Parah, the week of Para. Nobody would know this if you don't. If you don't know what's going on, see so that da- guy's davened for Amud, and he started singing. He started singing. Le- he did Lachadidi to Lave Tahar. which Shabbat will sing soon. He did to the tune of lave Tahir. He did it. It lit, it lit my soul on fire. He's a Torah Dikemanch. The prayer of the prayer, of course, to the Shabbos. He knows the Mishneh we didn't, he didn't say anything to anybody in Shul. I called him out. I started Lev Tar. I said, Rebezi, I know what you did last night. He said, ah, oh, busted. <laughs> he sang Lev of Falchadaydi. That's the Shabbos. He knows the Mishnah Brewer, of course. That we read Parashas Parah. The reason we read Parashas Parah is a prayer. We're praying to to be mitiras. We're praying. And we read the Sogya of being metara tomei meis, we're asking Hashem David for tara. Now, there's a big thing. It's, it's a principle. It's not the main topic I want to talk about today. The main topic I'm going to talk about what Parshish Parah is, what it's saying to us. I want to talk about that in a few minutes. But there's, there are people who think prayer is only, they associate prayer only asking Hashem for things, though that's, that, of course, is prayer. David, a lot of our activities are prayers also, our behaviors are prayer. Anybody who understands what prayer is, our behaviors are prayers also. Prayer is bringing your life to God, presenting your life to Hashem, that's what prayer is. You could pray by being a Vakish. say, I, Hashem, I have a worry, I have a concern. Somebody's sick and it's bothering me a lot. And you bring your worry to God. That's one form of prayer. There are prayers that take place in the form of activities. And fascinating that when we read David from the Amad, we read parashas paros, Dacha prayer. We're praying to God. And we're praying, Hashem, we want Torah. We want to be pure. We want to be poor, pure. There's a Lippus song that I love. Anybody who travels with me once in a while, that song will go on for a while. please. I want a lave tar. It was the prayer of David HaMelech. Sin can corrupt the person's lave. we all are fire. We're all fire. We're, all fire. We're souls. It's not cute. Soul, 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 soul. We're souls, fire. We're big stuff. That's just a fact. If it scares you, tough luck. It's just true. We're souls. And the terror says that a sin can 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 do some can do damage, a sin. And David HaMelech, after the sin of Basheva, Davin Tashem, Laiv Tar alikim, nocha in Bikirbi. Reinvigorate a ruach nachain inside of me, daven for a lave tar. And the mishabrua says that reading Parashas Paras, a prayer, we're praying to God that we want a lave tar. We want a pure reina hearts, reina mayach, a pure heart, a pure mind to serve you, Hashem. And reading Parashas Parah, the Parsha of Tara, purification, is our form of prayer. We're asking and hoping by studying Parashas Parah, we're praying something. We're praying to God, Hashem. We, we're by how we mispallo by reading these psukim about Tara. I I've told the in this redums the Tiferes Shlaima. There's something so magical because our activities become prayers also. The Redamsk says, the Tver Shlema, it says that Yitzchak Oyeves Esav, Yitzchak loved Esav. Now the Pasuk says Ki Tzayid B'fiv, David. It says Yitzchak loved Esav Ki Tzayid B'fiv. Rashi translated, Tzayid means traps, snares. Esav trapped him with his mouth. Ki tzayid, it means Esav trapped Yitzchak with his mouth. So Yitzchak loves Esav because Esav tricked him. Esav would ask very frum questions, tricking Yitzchak into thinking Esav was a tzaddik. So that's why Yitzchak loves Esav. That is how Rashi learns David. Yitzchak loved Esav ki b'fiv, for Esav had traps in his mouth. The Redumsk says, welcome home, Michal Harach. Welcome home. <laughs> Listen, I, wa- I owe you a treat. You came here, you're a treat, you're showing up, it's a treat. So I want to give you a treat. The Redumsk, the ferish Shleimah says, Maish, that you know why Yitzchak loved Esav, Ki Tzayid B'Fiv, Yitzchak was ensnaring Hashem David. Listen to these words. Yitzchak loved Esav, Ki Tzayid B'Fiv, there was a trap in the mouth of Yitzchak. Yitzchak was trapping God, Kaviachel. does that mean he was trapping God? He was doing Hashem tzilch, Hashem is our shadow. We show him a finger, he gives a finger, two, two, three, three. Hashem mirrors us. If you judge people favorably, Gemara Shabbos, Kuvtes, Vavyadan, others, Lakavshos, Shem Dan Zos, Lakavshos. Hashem mirrors us. Says, says the Radomsk. That Yitzchak loved Esav, he was trapping God, Kaviachal. He was saying, Hashem, he's my son. He's my son. He's my son, I love him. A son is a son is a son. Forcing Hashem's hands with your children. A son is a son is a son. And by giving love to Esav, it was a prayer. He was trapping God. Hashem wants us to trap him like that. I love my son, he's my son. Zehu. He's my son. Zehu. That's the deep, deep prayer. It's maybe the deepest prayer. He's my son. You're praying. When you're nice because he's my son, Zehu, that's a very deep prayer. If you're nice to a Yid, if you're nice to a Yid, and you're saying, he's your son Hashem, I'm nice to your son, that elicits from Hashem, he's my son. He's my son. A son is a son. Yitzchak Avinu was good to Esav. he was invoking that mid of Hashem where you're bonim, bonim, your bonim it was a prayer it was a form of prayer every time Yitzchak would see Esav, he'd be full of Ava he's my son that would envelop Yitzchak and at every attitude and behavior towards Esav was one of Ava mm-hmm. See, going in my way am I having Nachas, am I proud of him he's my son and it invoked from Hashem to us for his children. I told you the gorgeous pl- prayer of Reb Chaim Shmolovitz. The great Mir Shesheva would pray. Nobody in the world plays by Yadav Shalom, no sane human being. Did anybody ever see Yadav Shalom? Nahi ever heard of Yadav Shalom? There's a place, it's right near the Kaisal. They call it Yadav Shalom, the secular. It's supposed to be MJ, a monument for Av Shalom. Now he's a Russia, You don't pray by Kivrei Risham. You pray by Kivrei Tzadikim. If you're Daven by the grave of a Tzadik, it invokes the schos, the merits of the Tzadik Azi. You don't pray by a Kivrei Yadav Yad Shalom is supposed to be a monument for Avshalom, who was a Russia. He was David Amelech's son, who tried to kill David Amelech. Only one Yidav that I know in the world used to pray. Actually, he used to. He did at least once. I, th- may, I think I heard multiple times. One Jew in the world, David, prayed by Avshalom's memorial. You know who that was? Reb Chaim The mayor of Reb Chaim had a heart as big as the world. He had a Lev busser. He was known. He was a tremendous ava. He was very emotional. My father was kissed by him in 1966. He's still like, my father has Kayah from that kiss in 1966 Though My father, Kenai is going strong and steiging, He still gets Kayah from the kiss. If you understand the ava, Reb Chaim Levitz, the kiss from Reb Chaim in 1966 still nourishes my father's soul. It is koolay ava, Reb Chaim Shmulevitz. So Reb Chaim Shmulevitz goes to, the, to this Yadav Shalom and prays, and why would you pray by the Kavar of, of Arashi he said to God he said David HaMelech says eight times B'ni if Shalom was Nifter and he prayed my son my son my son eight times B'ni lifting his son Mishol Tachtir from the lowest places and he schlepped him right into Terlum Abu.'" and Reb Chaim said Hashem, he stood there by Yad Shalom and he said Hashem, a father loves his son There's no more rebellious son in the history of the world. The son tried to kill his father. And yet his father eight times, B'ni, 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 B'ni. My son, we're your children, Hashem. We're your children. And he invoked at that kever, at that monument, he prayed for Hashem to remember, no matter what mistakes we made, we're your son. B'ni, 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 b'ni will you son Hashem? That's what Rav Chaim Shmuel Lavits prayed at that kever. So we, we are used to prayers that are forms of asking Hashem for things. When we see another Yid and we judge him favorably, you just said a prayer for yourself. You're saying, Hashem, we're your children, we're good, we're souls. I'm seeing him that way, see me that way. I'm seeing him that way, see me that way, Hashem. It's a prayer. Our behaviors are prayers. We lain parasha's parah was a prayer, we want tarah. We, it's a different form of a prayer. That's the mishabura says that we lain it. It's a prayer to Hashem, we want tara. We're going to sing soon, lev tar brali li a prayer for tara. But I want to speak a specific lesson of paraduma. The paraduma Rashi says in Chukas was a tshuva, was a kapara for the sin of the eagle. The Paraduma, the mitzvah of Paraduma, is specifically meant to be mechaper for the Cheder Egel. What shaykh is David? What Shaichas the Cheder Egel and the Paraduma? But Rashi and Chukas, it's a little difficult to find. This Rashi he brings from Reb Moshe Darshan. It's after Rashi's Mefarish all the psukim and Chukas at the end of that whole, the whole of Paraduma. Rashi writes till now. I explain Pshat. But now let me explain Paraduma al Derech Darshan, Darshan. and then he explains that It's like a kapara for the for the and he shows about five or six things that the Paraduma has in it that would be mechaper for the Cheder Egel. You could see the Rashi at the end of the parsha in Chukas, the end of the parsha of Paraduma. So what's this that Paraduma's mechaper? It, it's, a, it's a rectification of the sin of the Egil. What's going on? So we, let's find out what was the sin of the Egil. And then we're going to try to study why the Paradum is Mechafer. The Beis HaLevi says that the Egil, Maishu Rabbeinu was Baishash Laredus. Maishu went to Shanaim and delayed in coming down. And Klal Yisrael freaked. Maishu Rabbeinu was the conduit. He brought us to a Kesher to A Rebbe brings somebody to a Kesher to God. And Meishu Rabbeinu wasn't coming down. And we freaked out. We want a close Kesher tashem. And through our relationship to Myshe, we developed a close Kesher to And Meishu is not coming down. Meishu Rabbeinu. Klai Yisrael freaks. What they wanted was some form of a Mishkan. The Egel was some, the Beis HaLevi writes this, the Egel was some form of a Mishkan. It was a place through Kavanahs. They had ideas that Hashem would be Shireh Shchina in Klal Yisrael. They wanted a makim, a place that brings the Shchina here, that Hashem rests, some form of a Mishkan. And they built an Egel, was their understanding that God will be Shireh Shchina here. It will encourage. It will cause the Shekhinah to be Shireh. They were building some form of a mishkan. It, it was an Egel, That was where the Shekhinah would be Shireh because they wanted Hashem to dwell in our midst. That was the purpose of the Egel, Says the Beis HaLevi. Okay. And Aaron HaKoyin and Chor, Chor begged Kla Yisrael. It's not right. You have a very good idea, but that's not what Hashem wants right now. And Klai Yisrael was stubborn and brazen and didn't listen. When Hashem criticized the Cheder Egel, he says, "I'm are brazen people." All the Rishonim, from Rashi to the Sifurnu to the Ben Ezra, say, "Stiff neck is you don't turn. You know, you turn away from somebody, and you don't look and face a somebody who's giving direction." All the Rishonim, Rashi, Sifor, and Ibn Ezra bring that K'Shay refers to not being obedient. Not following instruction. K'la Yisrael at creativity. The Agel was a creative way of serving Hashem. And the Chedah Agel is, it has to be rooted in obedience, what Hashem tells you. K'Shay they were stubborn. There was creativity and beautiful ideas in avoidus Hashem. But it has to be rooted In obedience to to what Hashem wants from us. And there was a disobedience. Aaron, who was the Meirat Tzedek, who was the advisor, who was the leader of Klal Yisrael in the absence of Moshe, told us not to do it. Chor begged Klal Yisrael not to do the egel. We killed Chor. He was in the way of our dreams and aspirations. Our wants were L'Shem Shemayim for the egel. We wanted good stuff. We were right. We wanted. We have tremendous ritzinus. But we were being overly created. It wasn't rooted in what Hashem wanted from us. What's the kapara for the Egel? The kapara for the Egel is none other than the paraduma. The paraduma is a chayk. The paraduma is a chayk. God commands it. We don't understand. Now, I want to share. There was a Yid, there's a Yid, of Katz. He is the... Mashkiach and Torah and he spoke years ago in this yeshiva when the yeshiva was in Waterbury, and he spoke in the yeshiva, and he spoke he spoke about mitzvahs, a very important Yesite in mitzvahs that's very very important. Every mitzvah the Zayar calls mitzvahs Taryag Eitzah six hundred thirteen advices. Now it's a very weird thing to call mitzvahs their commands, not advice. Advice sounds like a good idea. Why well, call them advice? They're commands and obligations. But the Zayar calls them Taryag Eitzes. Explained Rev Katz with many other proofs to this. That a mitzvah besides being a Chiyuv teaches us how to serve Hashem. And he explained Sukkah is a mitzvah to sit in the Sukkah. That's a one time mitzvah. In every one of the other 612 mitzvah, there's the sukkah of the mitzvah. There's something you learn about serving God from every mitzvah that you're supposed to bring to every other mitzvah. There's the lulav in every mitzvah. There's the tefillin in every mitzvah. Every mitzvah, Azi, besides being a chi of nasan, is also advice how to serve Hashem when you're doing another mitzvah. That's why the Chasideh Musay say Yichud on every mitzvah. They say Taryag mitzvah Hatluim The six thirteen that hang on this mitzvah. There's this mode. You mean Because every mitzvah hangs on this mitzvah. Because this mitzvah contains all six thirteen. In every mitzvah, there's the tefillin, there's the lulav, there's the there's the ksavah the in every mitzvah. Every mitzvah, besides being a command, also tells you how to serve Hashem. When you're doing other things, have that element. Paraduma is a mitzvah of chayk. You don't understand it, and you loyally do it. Chayk. Every mitzvah has to have the paraduma of that mitzvah. And the element of, of paradum is what I don't understand. Obedience, kach amar Hashem, so Hashem's mitzvah is obedience, and paraduma's mechaper for the egel. The egel was creativity, not rooted in obedience. And after we did the cheder egel, the paraduma's mechaper. The paraduma says obedience. Do what do what you were told. Don't you want to connect and understand and have do, do, you were told Be obedient. That's the paraduma for the paraduma that's mechaper for the, 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 the ego. And I think the lesson to our dirt: we're a generation that's craving creativity, and we're right, and we're right. We're right. You have to have your own flair and connection. Don't be a robot. And we have a generation that's protesting, "I'm not going to be a robot," and we're right. We detest robotic service of Hashem. We're not like that. We want to connect and understand and feel it. And we want it also to be deeply connected to us. We want to be deeply connected. Our generation understands. There are people, and I want you to hear this. There are, this is a lot of that void of steiging Pace, you're going to watch this week. Guys are coming back. Beautiful B'nai Torah. I want to explain what you're seeing, Pace. If you'll allow me, there's a style of serving Hashem where you break yourself to fit the Torah. There's there's something to that. That's often the onset of people's growth. You picture the guy like learning. He wants to do anything but. He's like... with Gvura, he like breaks himself to fit the Torah that's like a lot of the onset of steiging. he wants to go to every party, pays him, and he fights to do what's right there's a much later stage of steiging that you discover we are built for Torah and Torah for us you comfortably find all the different parts of you have a place a time, we're in sync with Torah Hashem didn't mess up and, like, make us. Sometimes you think, you, you, a guy like me hears minyanum, I say, God did not know me. He was like the chiyah for Min. He knew me. He actually knew I'm a very social being. Minyan is so cool for us social guys. He, he knew us, and there's a place in us, in all our ritzainus and all our ways were made, there's a spot in Avodis Hashem where it fits exact. We're a generation craving that. We're not, willing, we're not willing to be robotic or to be a person who's disconnect. Yiddish and Tiran avaydes Hashem is not like a person doing uncomfortable things and just trying to break himself. It's the finding. It's the discovering. It's the Ashlum of the person. I want to tell you a p'shad in this week's parasha. I asked Daniel the kasha. I didn't tell you a teretz. now. I'm going to tell you a teretz. I want to tell you a Torah. I want to say something. Rashi in this week's parasha says that Hashem, at first, Meishu Rabbeinu would forget Torah until God gave him as a gift like a kala to a chassan, Kikalasai. Like a kala to a chassin. The Torah was gifted to Meishu like a kala to a chasin. Davido, a kala is a great gift. A kala, the gift of a kala. But since when is a kala called a gift? What is this? It's a Rashi. In, par- in this week's Parashic, that we just read. What's Rashi? T-? Hashem gave Moshe the Torah as a gift. Like a kala to a chaston. Where do we even find the Lashen of a, g- a kala? A guy gets married. It's very good to get married. But since when is it called the gift? Why is that the marshal? If it would say like Shabbos, Shabbos is a Gemara. Shabbos is called a matana Teba. What a chaza, what's the Teireh HaKtoysh Expressing, Hashem gave taira to Moshe, like you give a kala to a chasen. What's, what, what's Rashi expressing? It says originally he would forget Tyra till God gave it to him as a gift, like a kala to a chasen. What's he talking about, right? What, what's this a What's me? Okay, it's a very good gift. I say this. It's the best gift. What, what's he talking about? Tyre is given to maishe, to to you Yisrael. Maisha is, is is Nishmas Kol Yisrael. tire is given to Maisha like a kala to a chasn. What's being expressed? Why that gift? Like somebody gave somebody a million dollars. Why is that the gift of a kala to a Marta? You do need such, that, that's a valid question, but what's being expressed here? What, what are you expressing to me? You know, you, <laughs> I have like a pet thing, Viggy. When people give me when they don't need to give a it turns me off. I, if you ever learn with a chavrusu, don't do this to me, I get like violent almost. <laughs> you ever have the chavrusu, let me give you a mashal, like, don't give me the mushroom! Like, I get what you're saying, like, you know the a guy tries to clarify with a mashal and it's like less clear? Like, Av, you know what I'm talking about? If you know certain types, it gets this like, I, I, I had a Chavruz six years we learned together. I'm not saying he did this to me. But we get into arguments. You're fighting over Tyreek. And the guys, let me give you a muscle. Like, if your muscle better make things clear. How many people say mishalom? And I understand the Indian list, A muscles is a very cool art, right? Sunshine is one of my best friends in the world at it. Because if he has a point, his muscle like brings it home. If you dare say a mashal, and I'm less clear, So why do you say the mashal? People don't know the art of giving a mashal. A muscle takes an idea. I'm like having trouble grasping it. With the mashal, there could be a lot of pretend where people like say Mishalem and like they just threw up. Now I'm confused. Before I was almost understanding you. Now I don't know what you're talking about anymore. It, the Torah says God gave my shit a gift. Tyra has a gift. I got you. Got you. He first didn't understand, Tyra. <laughs> then it was gifted to him. Smooth present gift, like a kala to a chasen. I, I, I thought I understood. What you said. until you said that. Like, I'm the. I get very violent. I get very like tzimished. If you if, if you take things seriously, when you add it like a kala to a chasen, you like. I, I thought I knew what you were saying before you gave me this, Marshall. Maisha first. Didn't, did everybody get it at first? maisha didn't understand. Tyra, got it, Avi. And then what happened, doobs? God gifted it to him. Cool. Oh, interesting. He didn't get it at first. He was trying hard. He wasn't going. <clears throat> try, try, try. Wasn't. Then God said, okay, hey, I'm going to give it to you as a gift. And then he understood. Wow. Cool story. Like a collar to a chasson. I thought I understood you. Like, what did you just say? What? I'm like a collar to a chasson. I didn't know where you're going with this. My mind like goes. But Rashi does <laughs> it. Chazal it's a chazal, what did you add, like a kala to a chazal? I know what a gift, oh, that gift, but you're pointing me, the mesholim of chazal, the Chavetz Chaim in the last 100 years was the best, unquestioned, if anybody wants to stand up and argue, I'll debate you now, the Chavetz Chaim was the best meshol giver in the last couple of hundred years, since the Dubna Magid, nobody's better at mesholim, his mesholim are priceless, they take ideas as like, are you kidding me? His Michel look very, the Chavetz Chaim, a very elaborate. The Chavetz Chaim was a king mashal giver, probably the best in the last 200 years. We have to ask Revezi how long the Dubna Magad lived. Since the Dubna Magad is, I don't think there's a better mashal giver than the Chavetz Chaim. But his Mishalimah right on, are you kidding me? This mushal is like, hmm, I Meishabina forgot Torah. Then it was gifted to him like a Kalatu to a chasn. I don't know where you're going with this. Like, I, this threw me up. You could ask the chevre by by Mishabis. I was very troubled by this Rashi. I don't know pshat of it Like what, what? Like what was added? Like a Kalatu to a chasn. Okay. I'm trying to, like, if, if I was sharper, I was like, I'm telling you how confused I am. Is I'll, I'll give, like, some muscle of how confused I am. You know what confused means. You don't need to give a muscle. Like, a to a chazm. When you work, when you date when your you have to give a ksuba, you, you promise a lot of things. When, when somebody gives a million dollars, now I have a million dollars, and that's my million dollars. But, kala, when you get married, You you worked for it, you got her, but she just brought herself. It's something that you didn't really earn here, that she's gonna bring that's gonna change you, that's gonna be something else that's affecting you also. Mm -hmm. Hashem didn't just like, here it's yours, do whatever you want with it. It was it was worked for something, and it came to him and changed him, and it affected him staying itself as a separate thing. You own it, but you don't own it. Could be, could be. It needs thought. It could be, could be. Could be. It needs a lot of thought. This, this, this Indian is not simple, what Chazal is saying. What I want to share with the Chevra, what I want to share with the Chevra is the gift of a Kala, ultimately, anybody married sees it's his ashlama, it's your wholeness. You feel, you can't even picture, you, you were half before. You felt very whole before. But after you had marriage, you chap, you were mamash you, achatsi. You were the gift of a kala is not, it's, it's weird, because every other gift, I, if a guy gives me a car, I, I was cool without a car, and I have a car, it's a gishmak, but I still was whole without a car. A kala, you're that, 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 that that's my ashlama. It's mashlam who I am, it brings out parts of me and every aspect of me. It's, it, it creates my shlemos. That's what's being expressed, this unique gift of Torah. That Torah was, was gifted like a kalatu to a chasen. Not as a dover chitzayini, like this side thing that you have to like, it, it's your ashlama, Something of that nature, of what I'm describing, that the learner and liver of Torah ultimately is not just, of course he has to work and overcome, but ultimately it brings out Koychus from within. Ultimately it's Ashlomah, something of that nature might be the Pshad, I'm not sure. What I am sure is we have a generation that wants to connect to Tyre in a very meaningful, unique, independent way. And we want to feel and experience, we don't want to be robotic. And there's a tremendous chukka. It's of the the Ashikha, tremendous chuk in that. I want to say that we have to remember the Cheddar Ego. We have to remember it's nice our creativity and our own unique Ritzinus, but when it's not rooted in obedience, when it doesn't have its starting point in what it was Hashem me, then it's very, very dangerous. Then it's an Ego. It's interesting to me, you can want a Mishkan. And a Mishkan itself could be an agil. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that you could want a Mishkan and it's an agil? We want a Mishkan. <laughs> we want Hashem. I want a Mishkan. What makes a Mishkan an Egil when it's not rooted in Sivli Hashem and obedience? i Am K'Shayar. You have such spiritual wants and desires and ideas and drives, but it has to be rooted in obedience. It has to start. A guy be quiet and shun. You're talking because you're saying I don't want to be a robot. You're so right. Your your ratsan and your desire, your choka for Avaidis Hashem is right and never be robotic. But let that choka be rooted in obedience ultimately we get a mishkan but after the tziyvu of hashem we hashem's mitzvah what's missing in the, the ego minus it's amazing the mishkan minus the tzivu equals ego a drive and a passion and a desire for hashem minus the obedience of an eved hashem equals the ego that's the ego I think it's a great lesson to our generation, Parshas Parah specifically. Parshas Parah, when Klai Yisrael brings a parah, we bring a parah. remember, Parshas Parah is right before, in Nisan's, the formation of our people, we're about to get born. And the thing we read collectively, a mitzvah da before our birth as an umah, is a mitzvah that speaks about obedience. We don't understand, it's a chayk. People laugh at us, what are you doing? The ummahs are mining. The Umais laugh at us. What are you doing? What's what, you guys? And the answer to what we're doing is that we're loyalists to Hashem. We don't have to understand. Now, of course, but of course, we want to connect and relate and we want to overflow with passion and a creativity and a uniqueness which adds so much flavor to it. We don't want to be robotic, but of course. But the base... The start of it all, what it's miyosid, what it's founded on is obedience. I think it's kind of cool that right before the formation of our people, right before Chodesh Nisan, Rosh Chaydesh is next week, Thursday. Next week, Thursday is is Rosh Chodesh Bezer Hashem, a week from this Thursday. But the last special parsha, we have a series of three very big parashias that we read, and the last one that we have a chiyav to read is the parsha Parah. And always before before our month, the month of formation of our people, the last thing we read is Paraduma. Paraduma is that mitzvah which teaches us obedience. Hashem was mitzvah, I don't understand it. It's beyond my comprehension. Chayk. But at the root of all our service is obedience. There's a pasuk that Shmuel, the Navi, the Navi Shmuel says to Shol, that's very, very moving to me. Shol was commanded to shecht all the karbanis, all the animals of, of Amalek. And Shaul listened to the people, and they didn't listen, and they saved Karbanis, And Shaul and explains it. He says, We love Hashem. I listen to God. I go in His way. The na- so, why didn't you destroy the booty as God commanded? He told you to destroy all the booty of, Mitz- of Amalek. Said, you know why we kept the booty? Tzainu Bakr, cattle and sheep. Ratios Acherim, the most choicest of the stuff. We wanted to bring carbonized. From the reasons we wanted to bring carbonized. We have a tremendous chukah for God. So we saved animals to bring carbonized from the reasons. Does God want your, your, your own offers? He just wants you to listen. Obedience. Listening is better than a nice carbon. He wants we have to be obedient and true and, and obedient. In a marriage, guys, every single guy wants to buy his wife flowers. And every guy, you want to buy her flowers. But I promise if when she asks to take out the garbage, you don't listen. She don't like your flowers. You, what she asks for, you don't, you don't, I, when I ask, you don't listen. You want to buy, buy all the flowers and buy flowers. And don't be a stiff. Don't just buy flowers Friday. Buy Tuesday afternoon. Make sure to buy your flowers, a lot of flowers. But make sure when she asks for something, you deliver what she asks for. A relationship to Hashem has to be miyosid on obedience, on a, on a loyalty of the ass, and we're shimea, not, not a person. We have a tremendous choka. We have a tremendous desire, and we should fill that desire to serve Hashem with creativity and passion and uniqueness and our own flair and flavor, most definitely. But it has to be based and started that we keep the halacha. I say to our generation, be quiet in shuls. My shah will work. My shah, people will keep quiet from. Because I know that the talking is a machah that we don't want robotic. And I say to our talkers that you're right, you're right. You talk, I look at it as machah on me. He says, Kayla, we'll start doing something. He's not masking to your robotic ta'abiting. And boy, is he right. So it says to me, Kailash, let's go, let's sing better, let's connect more, let's have a flavor and an umf, tar But I say to the talker, be quiet, because what you're saying, and you want a flair and a flavor and a tam and a chiyos, but all that minus obedience equals an egel. Obedience is the halacha, quiet and sure. There's the para, there's the, there's the chayk, the mitzvah itself. Of course, on top of that, we're going to build a structure of, uh, of energy and cheshek, but of course. So that's why at the start of the formation of our people, the last Shabbos, before we start sp- celebrating and speaking and, ex- and feeling the creation of Klai Yisrael, Parashas Parah, this past week's the last Shabbos. Straight from Parah, we go straight to the last Kriya Daraysa, we go straight into Parashas HaKodesh, into into this week's right into Parsha Sachhaidish this week, which starts already the Chag of the, the, the month of Pesach, the month of Nisan, the month of our formation, the start of our service of Hashem is built on obedience. And that's the Paraduma, the message of the Paraduma. Of course, whenever just robotic obedient servants, it doesn't resonate by people. So you just want me to be a robot. We hate the goody goody. <laughs> the guy just robotic Sure, sure. doesn't mean anything and, and Hashem doesn't want that from us of course he wants us to build the whole uniqueness and gave us so much creativity and so much passion, so much uniqueness of course he gave us that all to serve him but it, the, the base has to be an, a loyalty and, a, and listening and, and, and it, learning to hear the Dvar Hashem let's sing let's let's pray together <laughs> Kal- Yisrael is praying the the, the parish is part of the prayer so let's pray Laiv to her then I want to say something in closing but let's pray she wave to her mask him MJ welcome home MJ good to have you back <laughs> <laughs> I we're walking, the Kirby for a few minutes, Nachamole. Ah hi